This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Taylor Lee podcast. Today, I'm joined by the one and only Riley May, my best friend. Everybody, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Hello, everyone. <laughs> we actually cannot escape each other. For anyone that doesn't know, Riley and I actually live together. So we're just mm. together 24-7, it feels like at this point. Yeah, we are. I mean, when I'm home, we're together and it's a whole thing, but it's good. We're productive. Yes, exactly. We are literally just going to riff in today's episode. We're not really sure what's going to come out of our mouths, but we're just going to go with it and just see. And I can guarantee it's probably going to be a gold episode. Like mm. I just know our chats are fire. Yeah. I just said to Taylor off air, I'm like, let's just riff because whatever we plan won't even happen. And it's just best if we just see what, what wisdom comes out today. <laughs> Where the wind blows us. Where the wind takes us. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do a weekly recap and we'll do mm-hmm. the both of us and then we'll get into the episode. So for me, I'm like trying to think back to when I last recorded. That was right before I went to the Gold Coast. So I went to the Gold Coast for a few nights with Isaac, which was so much fun. We literally just ate at all of these incredible restaurants, food, drinks, all of the things. It was so much fun. I also launched last week my day event, which is just like, Mm. oh my God, I'm so fucking excited. The launch was incredible. So it's going to be on the 28th of July. And it's a day event where there is going to be, I've got my dance teacher coming in and she's going to do like a dance and confidence workshop. I've got my photographer, Chloe. She, her Instagram handle is Havana Productions. That's probably a a bit more familiar for those of you who follow me on Instagram. She's coming in. We're going to do personal branding photo shoots. So everyone's going to get 10 professionally edited photos to integrate in their business, which is so exciting. And then also business workshopping with me it's just like there's going to be so many different elements at this day event I'm just so fucking excited at the date of recording there is still tickets available we're still in the first release so jump over to my Instagram if you want to check that out if you want more information but it's just like going to be so insane I'm so fucking excited for that but other than that that's kind of been what's really like moving in my world like business that's been my focus the past two weeks but yeah just like still cruising living Riley's back. She's been here, there and everywhere around the coast, but she's like back and actually being my roommate for the past week, which is fun before she leaves again. (laughs) Before I'm off. But it's over to you. I feel like just quickly, you've been in like a very big business grind right now, like coming back to that hustle in an integrated way. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I feel that. I'm like kind of got to a phase where I'm like, oh, my business can still like, like tackle on, like as I'm going, Mm. like I, I don't have to be working like fucking 12 hour days and all of the things. But then I was like, you know what? We can grind. But like in the most like healthy, integrated way, like you said. And it's just been a vibe. And like like this month, like it's just shown what integrating that has done, if that makes Mm. sense. I'm like, yeah, let's actually just put a bit of effort in. Not that I wasn't putting effort in, but like let's just crank it up a notch. Yeah and see where that your business goes which has been really cool it's like the energy of let's actually have a crack yeah <laughs> like let's, let's have a crack and see what happens because it's even what we're kind of going to speak to today but it is what's required of you at mm-hmm. different stages in your business and it's sort of like normalizing the fact that you do have to work hard yeah and it can look a little bit like lent back or easy on instagram depending on who you're following but there's actually a level that you need to apply yourself. You need to work hard. You need to be in that grind. And if it does mean that you're up on your laptop at night, like at night or up early and like creating content, then so be it for a while while you're in that building phase. 
So true. I think the mm. other day I like went to leave somewhere and I like, grabbed my laptop and then I walked back into the house. I was like, I actually don't need this. Mm. But it was like habit because like you said, like your first few years of building a business, like you're like, I lived on my laptop. Oh, she was my bestie. <laughs> we we took her everywhere. <laughs> I, I was laughing about that because I'm like, fuck, that thing came with me everywhere. It was just like codependency with my laptop where I'm like, but what if I need to create a link when I'm out for five minutes? It's like babe, you're good. Like go yeah. to Coles. You'll, you'll be all right when you get back. <laughs> Grocery shopping with your fucking laptop. Like, like on that grind. Emotional support. What about mm. like your fucking laptop while you're building literally, a Literally, literally. It's so true, but it's cool. And it's yeah. been cool for me to see even with you. Yeah. And mm. I feel like you've been the same though too. And it's just like, mm. I feel like the conversations last year, I know for in the coaching industry, I feel like it was, you were almost made wrong if that you were like, working like you know on your laptop at at 8 p.m at night or like if you got like that grind was kind of made wrong because Mm. people did take it too far with hustle culture but then now it's like well I am a CEO and if I'm trying to build a business like yeah I'll get up at 3 30 in the morning so I can get my training session in so I can be home do you know what I mean it's just a little bit more intentionality and structure to what Mm. you're doing as well I feel like everyone pendulum swung into the oh I get to just like have this business and have all this freedom of like time and finances and things like that and it's like yeah you do maybe when you're five years in Mm -hmm. and even then there's still going to be things that you need to apply and do and it's like I have so much freedom really now in my routine and in my workload and things that I do but it doesn't mean that there's not shit to do Mm -hmm. and it's really important that yeah, you just remember that and you apply yourself to that and actually check in with where potentially you're a little bit too lent out and you actually could be in your business on almost like the front end, just a little bit more and back end. Totally. Mm. I almost remember a few clients plugged in with this, especially last year. It was like, oh, I can't build a coaching business because I don't like live the life that all these other coaches Mm. live. And it's like people thought that was the prerequisite that like you could go to the beach at 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. And it's like, no, you still need to, to grind and build a business because that's actually what mm. required and you're not going to be a supportive coach or like actually get it if you didn't yeah. even go through that phase yourself. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. We're going on a tangent. I'm like, can you give your <laughs> weekly, well, I feel like fortnightly, you've just had a fucking hectic month. Oh really. my God. Where do I even begin? Like, where do I even begin? For, for starters, my poor little potty has been on the, the back burn the last <laughs> couple of weeks because I've just literally not even been here to record. But for those that don't know, my partner now lives overseas, hence why I'm living with Tay and, and doing the whole thing, which is awesome for me in that sense, but at the same time, hard for me in another sense. And the last sort of even four months, like the beginning, oh no, it's, we're only three months into the year. Three months. Feels like it's been four months. It's pretty much like I'm gone for a week. I'm home for three days. I'm gone for four days. I'm back for 10 days. I'm gone for two weeks. It's very much just like this in and out energy. In one part, it's been amazing and I'm loving it. And then in another part, I'm like, get me in my house for three consecutive weeks. And I don't think I worked it out. I have three consecutive weeks home until December. (laughs) What the fuck? So I'm just sitting with that. <laughs> I'm sitting with that. And I even said to Taylor this morning, I'm like, have I washed my sheets recently? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I've washed my sheets recently. And she was like, yeah, but babe, you're not really home. Like you're not really sleeping on them. I was like, okay, cool. This is true. Like it probably has been three weeks. So that's been huge. I have recently have been on a retreat as a client. And then the week after I ran a retreat for my mastermind expansion mastermind and it's just been a very, very pivotal month, I would say. I feel like there's a lot that I've been going through myself, just dissolving things, seeing things mm-hmm. like concept of self has, has been tested. And then, yeah, my own retreat was just 
a very pivotal, pivotal, pivotal point in my business. And I think coming back from that the last week, a lot has changed for me in it's like a whole episode so many ways and it's just been cool because I feel like I'm almost back to my roots but I know what needs to be done moving forward and I would all I I guess I would describe it as kind of like a slingshot where it's like I'm being pulled back for a moment and coming back to what needs to be done in order to be like shot forward And, and that's exactly how I see it in my mind so right now I'm in this pulling back phase in a really integrated way And I'm excited because there's just a lot happening behind the scenes. I'm hiring a full-time business manager and just different things like that. And it's very much the energy right now of meeting myself where I'm actually at. Mm. And there's been a little bit of catching up to do in that. So it's just been cool. And I'm going to New Zealand next Thursday to CT. And this has been our longest time apart in eight years. Fucking insane. Insane. He's it makes like me laugh. I'm like, like, my left leg is overseas currently and I've been without her for five <laughs> weeks. We are getting her back. We're getting her back. <laughs> when I land in New Zealand, the left leg is back. So, no, it's actually, it's, I'm just taking up all the space, but been surprisingly okay. I think it's been just very interesting the last five weeks, but yeah, it's a good learning curve and I've learned a lot about myself and there's definitely a sense of me becoming a lot more independent and things like that as well. So I can't wait to see him and I'll be there for pretty much pretty much all of April when we do the math on it and it's going to be cold. So <laughs> that's the whole thing. But no, I'm just happy. I'm happy and I feel really content with where things are at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be fucking freezing over there it's gonna be freezing yeah and then catch us in europe i know we go to europe in 10 weeks 10 weeks so just quickly so funny so funny everyone knows the reels or the tiktoks or whatever they are of that trend where it's like that one friend that organizes the whole trip and then the one that rocks up and they're like skipping in the airport i'm the skipper she's she is the skipper i'm the skipper i have organized i'm gonna say one airbnb in croatia and that's been my contribution yeah She's to the well. entire five-week trip. She's doing well. Like considering mm. like the business she's built, it's it's surprised. <laughs> it's it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, like you said though, like if it's not your zone of genius, like well, this is outsource. Yeah, I'm only interested, and in, I don't know. I probably need to check this, but I'm only interested in really playing in the realm of of my zone. Mm. And if it's not my zone, I'm not in it. So it's like I really did. I was opting for the travel agent three against one I didn't get that happening and then I was like look I can't be a part of this because we're going to end up in the wrong country in the wrong year on the wrong day and that's just not good for anyone hindsight is a wonderful thing should have gone for the travel agent but here we are here we are I said to Tay before I'm like look I feel like I had some really good ideas and no one jumped on board my idea was travel agent the other idea we were on like a zoom meeting the other day planning our entire like home stint whatever it was it was an absolute shit show, mind you. We finally got it organized. Riley comes home two days later and goes, yeah, I was thinking we should have done this. I was like, Riley, that is a way better idea. Like, where the fuck were you? Like, honestly. Like, <laughs> I was getting my nails done on the Zoom meeting. <laughs> if that doesn't, like, wrap up what you've been mm. contributing in this yeah. trip. But, like, like, the three girls are there just grinding and I'm at my nails, like, getting them done. I'm like, yeah, that sounds good, guys. <laughs> but, like, hopefully the trip, like, works out. We'll see. Mm. Hopefully we're in the right countries. I'm just, like too much of a control freak and like my yeah, thing like we need to balance each other out a little bit more because mm. like you're like you know what just do the thing and I'm like no x y and z like if Ellie my assistant's like listening to this she'll laugh at me because she's like yeah mm. like I'm like Ellie so do this and then the, like 
I'm the opposite. I'm like, Molly, this week Amplify launches. Do with that information what you will. And then during the week, I'm like, you're fire. Like, thank you for getting this happening. She's like, she has no direction. She has, it's a 10 minute meeting of like this, this, and this are happening. Whatever you need to do, do. Yeah. I'm like, Ellie would actually be fucking great. But like, Taylor, just Mm. take a step back a little. But yeah. yeah. I've actually learned that from the Europe planning. So that's been cool. Mm. Could be better if someone else potentially planned it. (laughs) Probably would have saved thousands Thousands of dollars like um, we're not even gonna we're not gonna pull figures because it's not even worth re-traumatizing ourselves but it's it's interesting what the flight home alone has put us back that's all i'm gonna say yeah i actually think webjet because i looked at it on my work computer the other Mm. day i think webjet just adds a hundred dollars every time you look at that flight because it knows you want to fly home well taylor i'm not gonna actually i'm gonna use your full name I'm not going to say I didn't tell you so. Yeah. Mm. Something I have learned since being friends with you is Riley's mm. actually always right. Like, <laughs> like any of her clients as well laughing, like will probably laugh at this. I mean, cause like she's fucking right. And it's actually kind of frustrating. Like <laughs> amount of times that like business decisions or just like life decisions. Mm. I'll be like, I'll come to Riley, like fucking edge of a breakdown. Like, I don't know. And she'll be like, well, this, this, and this. And then two months pass. I'm like, well, you're right. Hmm. Should have listened to you with my ex-boyfriend, but anywho. I can't say it in do you so. But everyone has their process and that's all that matters. You actually, as a coach, I actually reckon that's a mm. thing you have to do. Hey, like mm. there's an element where it's like, of course, I'm going to like guide yeah. you. Like here's my thoughts. Mm. But you truly do have to go through your own process to learn your lesson. Like yeah. bring it back to the Europe example. You have to go through booking flights that are fucking quadruple the price that they should have been before you learn the lesson of getting yeah i mean you could or you could get the travel edge (laughs) or you could have listened to riley but it's fine that's what i mean riley is always right i think i just i think honestly i'm very simple and i just i think simply i think like my dad i'm like well what makes the most sense i'm gonna opt for the travel agent (laughs) and then everyone swoops in with the complicated and i'm like look i'm gonna have to leave that to you because i can't be a part of that like I'm like what makes my life easiest and that's what I always choose and I think that's that's the right piece it's like wow it feels right because that would have been easier I feel like that's just like what has led to your success in business Mm, potentially I feel that I've just never I I think something I do well is I don't make things deeper than they need to be deeper being harder deeper being Mm. more complicated like whatever it may be I'm like well what's going to get me there and then what do I need to do okay that's what I need to do and then I do the thing instead of being like but what about this but what about that but what about it's like well no what do you need to do exactly Mm. exactly and it's yeah it's not from a space of like picking the easiest thing because Mm. it's not always the easy option no but like it's from a space like you said what's like the simple like let's reverse engineer it and let's Mm. just like do that thing I was reflected that in the mastermind we're currently at I was like what's everyone like got to like what is like my superpower that I'm potentially not seeing? And that was one thing I was reflected where it's like, I didn't need a 10 step process to like Mm. create the business. Mm. Like, and it's, it's so true. I remember being like frustrated when I first started mentorship. I'm like, why are our zoom calls? Not like, okay, this week we're going to do this. And this is our focus. Like I used to, I remember coming to you. I was like, I just, what the fuck? Mm. Like, why am I paying for this? Give me the system. Give me the the masculine. Yeah. And then now I'm like, ah, like Mm. I got so much more done because I was just like, honestly like first year of business it's like throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks and just like yeah going for it Mm. like oh that didn't work let's adjust that like totally I think what's really interesting is it's not 
it's not picking the easiest option. It's picking the most uncomfortable. And my belief is the most uncomfortable is the easy option. Mm. It's like if we move through life picking comfortable, you're actually picking hard. That is like core belief of mine through and through and through. It's like the the path rather with the least resistance is not the path with the least hurdles. And people get that so mixed. It's like we need to pick uncomfortable because uncomfortable is going to lead us down a path that's going to expand us. You stay comfortable, you stay small. Mm. And the way I see it is I pick uncomfortable because that is actually easier. Mm. It's like, what's my life going to look like in 40 years time if I pick comfortable? Not the life I want to be living. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just discerning that as well and, and trusting in that and in turn, you build the business of your dreams and, and things like that as well, which is just interesting. And you you learned that early, even with like the step one, two, three, four, five structure. It's like, well, it's uncomfortable for me to sit in this mentorship and not have like this step-by-step process yet. Look what I'm actually building. Mm-hmm. Look who I'm becoming and who I become is ultimately what I'm going to be able to do. And that's exactly what happened. Exactly. Exactly. We were speaking about this on the drive to the podcast studio, but like You have so many initiations as well Mm. as you're picking like the uncomfortable option too. It's like the universe like dangling a carrot. Like, are you sure you fucking want that? Like, Mm. I remember that like I had so many like other job opportunities, like so many things come up when I was starting my business. And it was like, I had no evidence to support the fact that the business was going to work, like nothing. And I was Mm. like, well, if I want to be, like you said, in five years time, someone that can travel Europe while still work, this is what I've got to fucking pick. And then you do, and it's like a year later, it's like, oh, mm. thank fuck. And like, it's it's the commitment to continually choosing the uncomfortable option as well. A hundred percent. It's easily the biggest cock block for people is choosing comfortable. It's like, if you choose comfortable, you're actually choosing to live a life with a lot of resistance. Mm-hmm. And that to me, it's just a non-negotiable. You don't, I'm not doing that. Like I, I would say I'm a very stubborn person. And I don't know if anyone's noticed. I'm a little bit stubborn. Ask my mum. And yeah, it's like, nah, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And it is from a very stubborn, hard, direct place. But I'm not living a life I don't want to live. Mm. And that's really what I've always led with. I'm like, I want to love my job. I want to love my clients. I want to be so incredibly happy in my friendships, in my relationships, in the house that I live in, in the holidays I get to have, in the freedom that exists. Like it's so much more than money or building a business. It's like I'm building a life, Mm -hmm. you know, and I refuse to normalize the narrative life's just hard and things are just like this and you have to hate your work and stress is just something that exists you know in your life bullshit Mm -hmm. like bullshit that's what we're normalizing and it's like who are you surrounding yourself with that is normalizing problems that you don't actually want to normalize I've I've hit a new level this in the last week or two and I feel quite passionate (laughs) if you can't hear no it's so fucking true and it's like yeah that like life's shit like this is sucks like that's all relatable in conversations Mm. like for the most part like for us we're having this conversation like we don't play into like the conversation I don't come home from gym and I'm like oh my god Riley did you see like the price of like fucking bread has gone up two dollars fifty yeah I'm not doing that we're not having those conversations because it's like choosing the conversations that you want to play into like if you're going out Mm. for dinner with friends and everyone's speaking about how much they hate their jobs and like I'm never going to be able to afford a house and all the things it's not making it wrong but it's like oh like these are the conversations I'm choosing to entertain Mm. and what's that doing to my state my conscious my frequency 
you're lowering your standards, you're lowering your, your literal vibration not to go to energetics, but you, you actually are. Mm. And therefore you're not a magnet for what you want to attract. Not really. And it's like, that, that's an example of choosing hard. Like you're choosing hard by being around people that may be your comfort, but actually aren't expanding you. And a part of choosing discomfort is potentially leaning into conversations that do feel extra expansive, or you are around people that actually are expanding you. But it's so interesting, like what we normalize. And the funny thing is there can be truth to it, right? It's like, yeah. it can be true that the cost of living has gone up. It can be true that bread is $2 more than it was three weeks ago. That's great. That's true. Do I want to let that narrative dictate the way I lead my life? No, I don't. Mm. Right? No, I don't. And choosing to believe that is going to impact the way that I think, the way that I move, the way that I spend, the way that I lead myself. And it's interesting to use the analogy of the price of bread, mm. but you think about that on a larger scale, like what's that actually doing to your state? What's that going to do to me when I show up and sell on my stories if I'm like, oh fuck, but the cost of bread is more. Mm. Like actually thinking about the impact that this has and we put limitations on ourselves, right? And yeah. if we let the, the conversations around us and other people's pers- perspectives put those limitations on us as well, you are your own problem. I just wanted a moment of silence after you said that. <laughs> if anyone hasn't realised, Riley May has been integrating new levels of directness. I fucking love that though yeah. and it's so true. And again another conversation we're having like this morning is like being in the mastermind Riley and I are both in a mastermind at the moment where like big conversations are fucking normalized Mm. and there's like two parts that I want to speak to in this firstly is like big conversations can sometimes be fucking triggering like it can actually Mm. be triggering when that you're in a room with someone and they're like yeah fuck I did like a 50k week in business it's like fuck like that can actually be triggering, right? Again, this is like the uncomfortable thing. It can be uncomfortable, but the second thing to that is you normalize it. Like once upon a time, and this isn't be me being out of touch with the world, but once upon a time, I'm like, wow, like 100K in a year, like that's an incredible salary, which it mm. is. But now I'm in a, a room with people that are like fucking multimillionaires. And I'm like, oh my God, mm. they're normalizing 100K months, 100K weeks. Like it becomes normal for you. Mm. And I think a lot of people like will have the projection that it's like, oh, they're just so out of touch. It's like how convenient that you get to like run that narrative that mm. rich people or whatever are out of touch. So you can yeah. continue playing the victim to the the people that were willing to choose the uncomfortable path in what they've built. And I think totally. that's another cool thing to actually be in the rooms with those people is like you see the behind the scenes of what people are like with these big results and navigating through what they're doing to to get there. Like, that's the thing for me. I think a lot of people could potentially project onto you rally and be like, oh, well, she just does this and it was easy for her. But I'm like, I see the behind the scenes of what was actually, mm. what's actually been required of you to get there. And you've always chosen to do what's required of you to get mm. there. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting conversation because being around those conversations, naturally you calibrate to a new level right? There's no way that you can't. You calibrate to a new level, your capacity to hold more expands naturally. And when you're not in it or when you're not around it, or you're not actually in conversations that potentially trigger you and can be mirrors for you, you stay very comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. But you equally stay very small. And it's so easy to project on people. It is so, so easy. And we all do it. So human. Yeah. So human in every moment of every day, but projecting the things that you don't allow yourself to be or express or want or desire on someone else that's doing it, you need to check that. Mm -hmm. Like you need to check that because what's that person actually mirroring to you? You know, if you don't believe someone can 
speak about earning money. Well, what's in that for you? Like, why do you not allow yourself to speak about money? What's the conditioning? What's the stories? Like what has contributed to you having that limitation on yourself? And we don't look at that enough and and we fall essentially victim to these things and we move into the blame game of it's everyone else's fault and it's because she triggered me and it's because she's done this when it's like, well, no, I left school. I started working for myself and I worked really, really fucking hard for a long time. And it's been five years. And it's like, you can land in this now. And I'm only speaking to my own experience, but every single person who's doing something that potentially expands you or you're like, oh my goodness, I don't know how they did that. It didn't come easy, right? It didn't come easy. It's like, there's so much that I know you've had to do. I've had to do to be in this position now. And truthfully, I'm not done because Mm. this is not my end result. I don't feel like I'm done. I'm not at the end. It's like the people that I'm looking at, I'm like, what are they doing? How are they moving? What decisions do they make? How do they invest in themselves? Because put your money where your mouth is, Mm. right? And money is just one tangible thing that we can speak to, but put your time where your mouth is, put your energy where your mouth is. It's like, if you want something, does the way that you invest your time, your energy and your money reflect that? Because if not, stop complaining. Mm. Yeah. Like literally stop complaining. I'm sorry. You can't actually go out clubbing every single weekend and expect to be a multimillionaire. Yeah. Or like, oh, I just don't have enough time or I can't make extra money on the side, whatever. It's like, there are so many other ways, not even in the coaching industry to make money Mm. nowadays. And it's like, well, you're scrolling on TikTok for two hours. Yeah. You're scrolling on Instagram. Mm. You can literally like, I know there's like surveys, like there's all of these things like to Mm -hmm. get additional money into your life, but it's, it's easier play victim to, well, it's just so hard and my boss should be paying me more and like all of these things. It comes back to the power of choice. Like the way that I I see this is as humans, one of the biggest disservices we do is we outsource the power that we have, which is the power of choice, right? We pretend that, oh, well, that's just what had to happen or that's just what I had to do. Like, no, because you have the power of choice in every single moment, right? It's like, there's been so many things that I've chosen to either do or not do. Friendships I've chosen to either stay in or not stay in or whatever it may be. I chose that. You always have the power of choice. And then if we move into the, oh, but my mum might think this or my partner might think this or my friend might think this. Well, you're blaming things external of yourself, aren't you? Mm. So it's like take back your power being choice and see where that takes you if you actually follow what you really want to do because that's the difference. Not what people want you to do. What do you want to do and how can you start to actually trust that, lead with that, arguably watch the magic unfold. So true. So true. And something else that like really landed for me when you're speaking to the projections piece before where that it's like, if we speak to the income conviction, like why does people speaking about money make you feel uncomfortable? So you don't do it, but it's like, you don't do it potentially because of other people's projections. It's like, Mm -hmm. once you can actually land in the awareness of like human behavior and the human psyche of like how we project when we're triggered and like all of the things you don't allow those people's projections to affect you as well Mm -hmm. like of course there's going to be a certain degree where it's like oh oh." yeah (laughs) like at times but like you can actually see it for what it is where it's like oh I'm just being a mirror for that person in that moment which gets totally cool where you can actually stay neutral Mm. if you're being activated by that person by you being a mirror for that person they're being triggered there's still something to look at for you you're afraid of your own judgment that that's literally projections, right? You'll only fear a projection if you're projecting that same thing on somebody else. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we are afraid of our own judgment. If you're judging someone for talking about their income, 
you would be afraid of someone actually projecting on you if you were to speak about your income, right? We're always afraid of ourselves essentially. So when we look at these parts and we dissolve these parts and we take responsibility for where potentially we're actually projecting that same thing on someone else, we no longer fear it. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting what you allow yourself to do once you dissolve these things and you allow yourself to be these things. And a conversation I guess I'm having a lot right now with Mastermind Girls private clients and even with my mentor in my own life is that directness piece where even right now, like, yeah, I am being direct, but I'm also done watering myself down and being palatable to fit the mold of what someone wants to hear so it can feel like really consumable for them where it's like, I trust that every single person on the other end of, of this podcast is an emotionally intelligent human who can access discernment mm-hmm. and actually process what's being mirrored back to them. Like, I trust that. Yeah. And we actually know that that's the humans listening to this podcast. So knowing that it's like, don't fall victim. Be like, I'm actually an empowered fucking human being who can process this right now. Like you have the AI to do that. You have the ability to do that. It's trusting that you can and knowing that responsibility and actually choosing different will change your entire fucking life. Yeah. Your entire life. Yeah. And that's my story. And we'll wrap up the episode right there. (laughs) And done. But it's huge. Yeah, I fucking love that. And the conversation around directness as well. I think a huge thing for me with like the watering down thing, it almost ties back into the conversation of projections where it's like thinking that people won't be able to have the most generous assumption of you as well. And I think a huge thing too is like the piece around like the evidence that we have to grab onto Mm -hmm. where it's like if we speak to the example of projections around speaking to money, it's like, well, I actually have evidence to support the fact that people do project onto me when Mm -hmm. I speak about money, where it's like, you actually have like the power of choice as well to like, you don't have to choose to grab onto that evidence because again, we're going to look at the evidence that supports like our concept of self, right? Mm -hmm. Like where there's probably a bunch of evidence that people aren't going to project and like people actually support it, but it's like, oh, I'll grab onto the evidence there because that supports the current narrative that I have. Mm. And then the next thing as well is like not having the most generous assumption of your audience that it's like, oh, well, they're going to project and they're going to say this and they're going to say that where it's like, you don't actually know that to be true. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, if you see your audience as disempowered humans that can't access discernment, how's that going to leak out in your marketing and in your sales and the way that you're positioning courses and content and things like that as well? Because I want to work with humans that do have high levels of emotional intelligence, women that are ready to actually, you know, have things mirrored back to them and process that and have that own process. And if I'm not giving them the opportunity to experience that, I'm doing my my clients a disservice who I actually would work with a disservice and the containers that I run a disservice because that's who I'm looking to attract. So it's like we can water ourselves down so much in fear that our parents will project or our siblings will project or people we know will project or like old mate from school that I went, you know, with like six years ago will say something like perfect, Mm. perfect because I'm in my own lane and I trust that that person can project and actually potentially reflect on where they don't allow themselves to be that thing, Mm. right? Giving people their power back. It's like we're taking their power away by watering ourselves down because we're not giving them a generous interpretation, nor are they giving us that, but it's not up to us to create content and just position things in a way within our brands that makes it palatable for everyone. Because if you're speaking to everyone, you're speaking to no one, core belief. Exactly. And like the whole like palatable piece, it's like, 
I, I see that as like you being out of integrity. And it's like, if I'm getting on my social media and I want to present myself as professional and so intelligent and all of the things, so I'm only posting the talking videos that took me 17 attempts because that was the one where I actually like sounded professional. Then someone invests in me and they're in a container, a group container with me. Mm. And I say, fuck every three minutes. It, it's just, there's, a, there's an incongruence there. Yeah. It's just like, well, how's that supposed to feel for people that are, are investing in you and buying into your world? If it's like you're presenting yourself as one thing, mm-hmm. so you're palatable. And then like once it's behind closed doors, you're something else. Like mm-hmm. that also doesn't feel clean either. So that was a huge thing I had to see, like, especially at the start of business where it's like we're taught business people have to be professional and X, Y, and Z, like name your thing. But it's like, mm-hmm. how can I actually just come back into being the human that I am? presenting like my core beliefs and also allowing yourself to contradict yourself too. Mm. If that's what was true for you at that time, it doesn't mean that that has to be your belief until like the end of time. Literally. Like Mm. I see myself as like people that contradict themselves. I'm like, cool, you're evolving. Mm. Like you're actually evolving. And I really love watching how that like your beliefs have changed and that's like shifted. And like, this is where you are now. Mm hmm. It's massive. You're you're essentially curating, and we even spoke to this a lot in call one of Amplify, and it's massive because we often think about, okay, who do I have to be in order to be perceived as successful or intelligent or, yeah, like essentially professional and successful, I think are, are big words that come to mind. And you create this little version of yourself where you're like, I've got to wear trousers and I've got to like look X way on my stories and I have to do all of these things. Then all of a sudden, girl, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Like that's not me and there is a huge disconnect with how I show up online, what happens inside paid containers, in turn client retention isn't there, you'll struggle in business to actually grow and evolve and and scale. Like ultimately mm-hmm. you can't scale a business if you don't have the client retention and if there is a disconnect with who you are on the scenes versus who you are behind the scenes, business is going to be pretty difficult. Fucking spot on. And like that just like is such a felt thing as well. Like I'm not sure if anyone listening has experienced this before, but it's like you fucking feel it when people like aren't congruent or they're not in integrity. Mm-hmm. And it's like a huge conversation in like the the coaching industry in particular. It's like this whole like has the integrity conversation been taken too far? I wish I just like had a photo of Riley's face. She just cringed as I said that. But it's like, why are we making it wrong to be like what I see as like the best possible fucking version? And like 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 (laughs) don't get me started babe don't get me started because integrity can never be taken too far my coach can never be too integrous my mentors can never be too in integrity like what does that actually even mean it's like I want the people in my life clients coaches mentors whatever to be in integrity like are you your word are you who you say you are do you look after yourself do you brush your teeth at night do you get ready for your work day in the mornings do you go for a walk do you look after your health are you sleeping eight hours that can never be taken too far like I I need and and it's a it's a prereq that my mentors expand me in all aspects of my life I'm not going to my mentor to teach me business when they're not getting enough sleep or they scroll on TikTok for five hours like that actually isn't what I desire from a mentor so I don't believe it can be taken too far ever and I just I don't actually even understand that concept to be honest yeah yeah exactly and this is going to be like a gross exaggeration of it but like I was having this conversation the other day and it's like 
Well, for me, it actually doesn't feel clean for me to be a business mentor that's like charging thousands of dollars to work with me, to be plugged into my frequency, my brain, my mindset, and to be someone that's out on the weekends doing cocaine, someone that's like struggling so much with my life, my mindset, like that actually just doesn't make sense to me. No. And if you are like, don't get me wrong. I absolutely have gone through phases over the last four years in business where I would have been going out more on weekends mm. or I've had stints where I haven't been looking after my health the way I wanted to look mm. after my health or like name, name your thing. Yeah. My sleep wasn't good. I wasn't drinking enough water. Like I've been there. Yeah, you're a human. As totally. Well, hey, I'm yeah. a human. I've been there, but do I back that? Absolutely not. Like I'm actually speaking from my own experience where I don't believe you get to have it all. And I don't believe you can be at all where it's like, if I'm charging and especially where I'm at now in, in say the last year, mm. yeah, it would have been the last year. It's like huge wake up call. I'm like, you need to clean your stuff up and it can be high level problems, right? Like we're not talking about your whole life needs an overhaul, but it's like, how are you communicating behind the scenes? Like how, what are you eating? How's your gut health? Like, is your brain functioning properly? How do you feel when you go to sleep at night? What are your routines looking like? It is refinement at every level. And of course there's been stages where I feel I've lacked integrity. Absolutely. I'm the first to admit that, but that's why I'm so passionate about it because I believe it is so, so important and you can never be too an integrity. It's just core belief. Like you have to be. And like you said, if someone's paying me thousands of dollars to be in a course or hundreds to be in a masterclass or be in my world or even consume my content, that's coming from a place of integrity. Yeah. And I'm checking myself if it's not. Totally. Mm. And you truly just like know with some people too. Like mm. for me, like I can just before I even started working with like Felicity, for example, in the mastermind, like I just knew that it's like, well, you don't entertain shit. You eat well, like just things like that, where it's like, you just know it and you don't even need to see it. Like, it's really interesting watching some people where they really overexpress it on Instagram and, and things like that, where it's like, why are you trying to like prove to me that you're this person? Like when that we overexpress things, it's like, you know, counteracting something. Yeah. It, it's like, okay, what are we like hiding here then? Like, are we, are we posting like our, like our salmon poke bowl and then you're like eating all this shit behind the scenes and like it's not to make it wrong like of course I'm like I fucking love me some chocolate it's not making it wrong but it's like Mm. why are you Mm. trying to present it where it's like just fucking be it just be your word a hundred percent and you would know this and I'm just gonna speak to my own perspective like every morning I have my subs every night I have my things during the day I eat very very well you hardly ever see that on Instagram Mm mm-hmm like I have never gotten up, I don't think, and posted what I have in the mornings, Yeah. right? But because of my energy, the way I look potentially, different things like that, you just know that person looks after themselves, right? It's the energy of showing and not telling. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need to tell people that I brush my teeth. You can just tell that my my like teeth are clean. Yeah. Or I don't need to tell people that I get up every morning and get ready for my day. You can just see that I'm ready for my day. So it's little things like this where it's like, be it like literally be the thing that that you do behind the scenes and be the integrity and it's it's huge and it's just like a it's just a little bit of a check and it's like oh where potentially am I right now like telling 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 and not actually being Mm. it's like be it you know be it and and that's so important yeah so important yeah exactly Mm. and I think like a cool reflection for you was like you running your retreat and like this is the second Mm. retreat that you have run but just like the reflections from the girls about like the human that you are and actually meeting you in person it's like Mm. if anything it's like fuck you're more incredible in person not this space of like oh like Riley sleeps until fucking 10 a.m and then she ordered Uber Eats 
for mm. like that would just be you know like it's yeah. like that level where it's like holy shit Riley's up she's up at fucking like Riley gets up so early like she's journaling she's having her green she's having yeah. her supplements like she's doing all of the things it's like ah oh. and that's again why, like you said with client retention why people just stay in your world because it's you're mm. just being your word mm. yeah and how icky is it showing up on the scenes when you're not being your word and then you pull the old imposter card I feel like a fraud yeah, babe. Like, of course, you're going to feel like a fraud when you're not being your word. Like, there's truth in imposter syndrome. And I'm sorry. It's like, I feel like an imposter in my life before. Guess what? I wasn't embodied in the teaching. Like, there's truth to it. I don't, I don't buy that conversation, nor do I think it, it should be normalized because there's just truth in it. And it's not something to shame yourself for ever, ever, ever. It's, a, it's an internal compass. I've written a post on this before. It's mm. like, imposter syndrome is an internal compass for where you're out of integrity. Mm-hmm. core belief it's yeah. like just check that whenever I have felt like an imposter there has always been truth to it and that's why I believe it to be so true it's like I see it with clients I've seen it with myself and this is a cool thing like everything that we've spoken to today I'm talking from my own experience yeah. like this is a me thing projections imposter syndrome all of the things like trust me yeah I've we, been the we, leaky cooked been, one yeah yeah like, yeah like you're good but it's it's really just checking it and and seeing it because I don't buy the imposter syndrome thing. Mm. Like I don't buy it. I, I understand it, but you need to understand why that's actually happening, not pretending it's something else. And it's, no, it's not. You're yeah. just not embodied in what you're doing yeah. and what you're saying and who you're being. And, and sometimes like the, the truth to the imposter syndrome, for example, when I first started my business, I was like, <gasps> imposter syndrome. Yeah, because you've never ran a business like this before. Yeah, and you've so probably like, never done masterclass. Th- that's why it gets to be true. But like, it, you don't need to lean on the thing of like, oh, well, I've got imposter syndrome, so I can't run the masterclass. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I actually just don't have any evidence to support the fact that I can run a masterclass. But like, it, yeah. it's checking with those levels where it's like, mm. of course, I'm going to feel like an imposter because I've never done it before. Imposter or nervous too. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, are, do you feel like an imposter or are you like, oh my God, this is new? Yeah, you that's know? exactly it. Because yeah. there's, there's such a difference in that. It's like, of course, like you think about ego concept of self, if that's getting threatened or challenged, you're going to have a, a response, right? Reactivity wise. So it's like that, that's what that is. It's like, you don't even need to check for imposter syndrome. You're like, oh, I've never ran a course before. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Like that's actually cool. Versus like, oh my God, I posted this photo and someone challenged my belief and now I'm an imposter. It's like, well. Did you actually believe that thing? Thank you. Yeah. 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 It's so freaking true. Okay. Well, I feel like we have just like put our finger in about 10 pies today in terms mm. of conversations. So I feel like we, we might wrap it up there, but I'm just like, fuck, that was good. And I'm so glad we didn't have a thing we wanted to talk about. Cause that just like, it pulls you out of your roof, babe. It truly does. It yeah. truly does. I think someone was actually saying this to me about like, how do I structure like masterclasses, all of the things, like, especially when it comes to masterclasses, this almost like ties into like the being embodied. It's like, have your your structure like yes of like I, I want to speak to these things but just actually like allow yourself to like have a transmission because when you're mm. actually embodied in things like the stuff that comes out like exactly how we've been like this morning it's like mm. cool we'll speak about business and just what we've navigated yeah. whatever but then the shit that comes out it's like cool mm. there's a lot of conversations in today's episode so many conversations that's been cool so many conversations well thank you so much for coming out and joining me thanks um, for having me in all my directness <laughs> It's been a fucking vibe. I've loved it so, so much. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. I will catch you all in the next episode. 
But if you want to reshare this episode, if you liked it, any like key takeaways, I love seeing your takeaways, feedback, you sharing on an Instagram. It's just a whole vibe. Make sure you tag me and Riley's handle is Riley May Coaching. So be sure to tag her as well. But thank you for tuning in. Bye. Bye.